0: May have heard of us. All right, what's up, world builders? This is Stephen, your host from Pantology Podcast, along with my lifelong friends Jake and Josh, talking about just kind of a general conversation about uh, some ideas that I think Josh specifically has in his book that he's been writing uh, recently. Uh, Josh has said like no real plans to really try to push a publication or anything, but it's just kind of something you're doing for fun for now. And uh, we can just kind of bounce some ideas around and talk in general about like what makes books work, what would be a good idea, what wouldn't, how do you kind of balance things out and what you're trying to do. So I don't know, just kind of a, a fun episode for those of us who like books and have thought about writing and haven't really ever tried it but it's kind of like always something i think in the back of fantasy book readers heads is like i should try this sometime
2: yeah so the deal with mine is it's kind of just like a bucket list like oh it would be really fun to write a book in my lifetime you know so no real no plans at all to really publish it i do have um for those that are interested i do have a link to like the google doc that i kind of put things in when i've so i'll write like this is how I'm doing it. I don't think it's probably even the best way, but I'll write like a chapter in a Google Doc and then I'll copy it in, copy that chapter into like the main Google Doc once that chapter is finished. So if anyone, w- I think that link's been posted in Discord before. And if anyone wants to read along, you're more than welcome to. But there's no sort of like uh, edits or anything. If you want, if you see something and you want to leave a comment, if you see like a grammatical thing, feel free.
0: When you first kind of kicked this off, I read through several chapters and have not kept up with it, but I at least have a yeah. general idea of what you're yeah. doing. Yeah.
2: Um, so that so that's uh part of it. And then um the the other thing is I'm writing it with uh my wife Mackenzie, and she we there's like two different time frames that the book is taking place in, one like about 15 years in the past, and then one in the present. Or so I'm writing in the past. Um, and then that's gonna be about two-thirds of the this first book, and Mackenzie's writing in the present her parts she doesn't want to make public so she's just more i don't know if self-conscious is the right word but she just doesn't want people to read it until she's ready so
0: so is the plan to kind of go like chapter to chapter bounce back and forth or big chunk in past big chunk in present how are you balancing that
2: yeah we'll see what the breakdown percentage wise is when we finish it um there will be some uh bouncing back and forth i think again like probably 50 to or probably like Somewhere around sixty to seventy percent of it will be in the past because that's going to that's going to be what most of the plot is for the book. And so, so it'll probably be you know for every one chapter in the future, there's like one and a half to you know what I mean. It's going to be more weighted to the the past.
1: That makes me uh, kind of think. So, do you feel like when people reading it, I'm just automatic comparison to like Stormlight that does a similar like flashbacks and uh, present and stuff like that. In Stormlight, it's really obvious that the present is like the the main um, the main focus. The main focus in storyline. I don't know like what the ratio is of like text on on page, but is that kind of the same thing, like a like a main narrative and flashbacks, or are are they both equally going to have a focus and kind of work together more? Um,
2: it, it should work together a little bit more than Stormlight because Stormlight. What I really really appreciate that that does is really give you a deep dive on a specific character. Um, Whereas mm-hmm. like the characters in the pat that I'm writing aren't going to be as important in the present, like they're definitely involved, they're definitely like characters, but so it's kind of so it's the general story. The, the well, the general premise is that is that parents like the parent. So like these these people that I'm writing about go on a kind of a mission, find out that they are that they're going to. Uh, that their kid is going to be kind of a cho- the chosen one. And then the present is the chosen one's arc, kind of. It's kind of like the, if you were to break it down into like uh, tropes, is kind of the trope. So it's kind of a way to like explore like the relationships, like, you know, um, there's definitely like in uh, in different books, like the Wheel of Time and Stormlight, Stormlight, like there's like whenever you have the chosen one arc, like the parents can be involved, but it's never really a big focus. And usually like I tend to see that's kind of an, Antagonistic force sometime, even if it's not like an outright thing. Like, no spoilers, but like kind of in Wheel of Time. Like, you know, there's not a super super great relationship there. Same thing within like Stormlight Archive with Kaladin and his dad. Like, there's always kind of like you know, uh,
0: yeah. Or they're just orphans, like Star Wars, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. So like in this one,
2: yeah. So in this one, it's going to be the idea is that there's going to be more. Like, you're really going to feel for the parents and what they're what they're going Mm. through because anyway. And there's going to be some twists and turns and stuff, but that's kind of plot wise. I know we're going to be focusing more on like the setting and world building and stuff here, but that's kind of the general plot outline of the book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I imagine most of the time books and movies and whatever media does this type of thing and gets rid of the parents because otherwise they're cramping the style of the protagonist, right? Like you, you need your protagonist to go out and do adventures and they can't if they have to clean their room so yeah. I, interesting. I, I think yeah. it's
1: more than just that i think it's like would you want to go and like abandon all your loved ones and go do this fun thing like that's kind yeah. of selfish okay sure. like you think you'd want to like stay with your family you know but it's like oh but if you don't have a family then then yeah. of course it, you'd go do this yeah. and this
2: one plays plays with that as well because the past where I'm writing, like the parents go on this kind of cool adventure, like learn all these details and they like know that they're, you know, like the kid knows that they're the chosen one and stuff, but like, they feel a little bit, you know, like protected and they have to be like, have ex- all these expectations and stuff like that where, I, and so, so it, it does play with all that, you know, and, and of course the kids are going to get, kids going to get like away from the parents and go on like a adventure and stuff. But yeah, there's definitely that, that plays intuitive, trying to live up to your parents and make your own way in life too.
1: That's a good, uh, I feel like that's a good theme to have like some tension there. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining some scenes of like, well, uh, like to quote the, what is it? The sixth Harry Potter movie, I am the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> some scenes like that with the the kids like, well, I'm the chosen one. I think we should do this. And the parents are like, we've done so much research. You're an idiot. That's not what you should do. Yeah, yeah. And like stuff like that. That could be done like very, like really tense drama or like comedic drama either way yeah
2: Yeah. it's probably gonna it's more of a YA book is how it's being written honestly that's just I didn't really set it out to write set out to write like that but I've just kind of my tone is more you know young adult it's not super grimdark I might eventually want to write one of those but
1: probably not one I'm writing with Mackenzie you have a name that you can say for it
2: we haven't decided on a name yet for it no yeah there's also gonna be some love triangles you know Classic,
0: classic classic love triangles yeah, stevenson
1: stevenson for that yes oh
0: yeah <laughs> sign me yeah. up for that uh, <laughs> Yep. some some teen angst hopefully oh there's
2: doing, there's so much teen angst
1: is it a true triangle i've been seeing a lot every once in a while it pops up on the internet where someone's like if this person is liked by two people that's not a triangle you need to have this person so, yeah i guess it's not B, there's no B there's no see C, C likes there's no B. there's no
2: bottoms to the triangle because <laughs> it is a love triangle between with two brothers uh liking the same girl Ooh. so there's definitely oh right bottom. yeah yeah no I, da- I remember there's definitely it. not oh, a yeah, bottom yeah, yeah. To that triangle <laughs> I,
0: this isn't a game of words. There's, there's
1: <laughs> no... <laughs> okay jake all right um nice. so yeah anyway
0: <laughs> so is your plan I, I have no idea how much you're uh planning and going on with the story but are you eventually thinking you want to kind of move the main narrative into the present day and move away from the past and like slowly move the timeline eventually so
2: so there's going to be something that happens in the past where a character we're gonna die if we do write more books like the second book we'll dive deeper into that what happens in the past with that character i don't know it'll make like i don't want to give away like too many spoilers especially because it's not even written yet so anyway Uh one of the yeah something's going to happen where one of the characters yeah something big happens to one of the characters and so we're gonna so the second book will explore that in the past but it'll be like kind of forward and you know be less in the past so at the ending of the past sequence you're going to think that one of the characters is dead but they're not actually going to be dead and you find out that you find out that they're not dead in the in the in the any of the first oh book. And my observant, gosh. observant readers will probably figure out who this character is and figure out that they're not dead like pretty early on in the book. But
1: isn't that kind of giving it away right now? I
2: don't know. Maybe we should cut that out. But I,
1: I, <laughs> I like, mean, it's up to you. Like, <laughs> honestly,
2: honestly, whoever listens to this, like, I want feedback on this kind of stuff, like beta yeah. reader feedback. And so, sure. if there's a way to make that twist happen better, like, that's that twist working is going to be like pretty important to the first book. So yeah kind of what feedback on that is yeah
0: go. that kind of stuff's got to be so hard to write because obviously you cannot write a perfect twist that every single reader will interact with in the same way
2: yeah and, and it needs to be like it needs to be believable enough where like this person yeah like you, you yeah it, it's it's pretty hard like i'll just it's a trope of somebody that like kind of descends into like villainy or like kind of being on the on the bad side of the team so it's it's Hard to write, you know, where one of the good mm-hmm. guys becomes one of the bad guys. That's okay. what I'm interested. That's what I was writing last night. It's kind of the start to that arc.
1: So you said you've been using Google Doc mainly. Yeah. I like I was trying to research the other day, like what's the best way to like like organize writing other like obviously like writing itself is like its own thing, but like trying to organize like parts of a story and things like that. And I've been trying to use Notion more for things. And I was like, oh, Notion's got to be great for this. And everything I saw online was like their Notion set up for writing was just links to Google Docs or links to things like that. And I was like, dang, Google Docs seems like such a basic tool and it's it's killing it for what it is.
2: So so one thing that Mackenzie and I do, especially because we collaborate on it, is we have our uh, so. This is also a, a life hack for we, we use Discord for our community, for our like Mackenzie and I will use Discord to text each other. And so we have like a whole like, ser- oh, my phone's uh, Zoom is freaking out. <laughs> auto. Anyway,
0: no, it's the auto background on your. Yeah. On Zoom uh, yeah, there. yeah.
2: My, yeah. We have the
1: auto. Uh, yeah. I
0: don't this is obviously talk. sensitive info that we blurred <laughs> out yeah, yeah, on purpose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll blur that out on post. <laughs> if you need anything,
2: you, you probably don't want to post anything to Discord that you want to blur out as a general. <laughs> role of live, i would think um but yeah we have we have like um channels for each of the characters for like plot for setting for stuff like that oh, so nice. we'll like brainstorm things on discord and kind of make notes on like characters and character arcs and stuff on discord and then mm-hmm. like put the actual writing as yeah, happening on google docs
0: yeah when i went to london a couple of months ago everything was on discord and like a hundred different channels and it worked out really well for me. I don't know if my family really cared about it or not, but I really liked the organization.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. It, yeah it, Discord's great. I think the the only weakness I see for it is just the the file transfer size limit, which I get why it's there.
2: Yeah, that's, it got bumped but, up to it got bumped up to twenty five megs. so it's big enough for pictures now. Yeah,
1: full size pictures. That's the only thing holding me back from converting. I think my whole family to use it as well as like the daily group chat
2: this real quick I'll I'll keep going on mine a little bit so the setting yeah. is there's like kind of two islands it's kind of I lived in Australia for a little bit so it's kind of based on like Australia and New Zealand like kind of generally and one of the one of the islands is like they're kind of it's a very agricultural based um society and they um they have like their magic system allows them to like kind of grow crops so they'll like put their hand on the earth and kind of like convert like energy into like into helping the cr- crops grow. Mm-hmm. And the other island is a more of a manufacturing, like uh, kind of turn of the industrial revolution type setting. And their magic is they can like channel electricity, but they don't really, they haven't really invented batteries because they haven't really had a need to invent batteries because their bodies are kind of like batteries. So, like, if there's like a manufacturing line or something, like the people standing at the manufacturing line are the like power behind the
0: line and everything so uh, so everyone has the magical ability
2: yeah and some are in both both parts some are stronger than like some people are obviously like more attuned to it than others and it's more of the earth that gives them that ability like it's not really genetically bred it's like living on the land like and like Mm. is what imbues people with the power so like theoretically if one person goes from like like is born on one continent but then like grows up in the other then they're probably use that Uh, magic system if not as strongly as the others
1: if you leave for an extended period do you lose it is it like only available in that area
2: um yeah uh so no um but it's different between the two that and that's part of the plot is like they're uh they're needing to like anyway they're they're needing to use their magic to like break into a place so they're able to use it but it like feels a lot different to like uh use like the magic and like the soil and like over on the other um continent and then, like, if they if somebody were to go to like the agricultural one and try and use the electricity because it's not like really used to doing it, like they would be able to do it, but like it would feel kind of like a lot different to them, like swimming through mud or something, you know, like they able mm. to do it but not as strongly.
0: Is one nation like the the good guys and the bad guys?
2: So, and then there's a third group of people that are called the administrators, and they and I haven't really started writing this part yet, but they kind of overtook people from like a smaller island nation that that had like the power of prophecy and kind of like took like their whole like kind of like island nation like took a bunch of the land and basically just like put it in the center of this like the industrial one and have been using these people like a small community of like maybe like a couple hundred people to control both of these like other island nations they're called like the administrators and they're kind of the bad guys is they because they've been kind of keeping these two people separate and exploiting both of them in order to like maintain their power structures
1: it feels it reminds me probably because you just said administrator and then also prophecy, but uh similar to uh the Lycanius trilogy. Yeah, it's now, kind
2: like, of inspired by like like Lycanius, like they uh Lycanius had a pretty big outside impact yeah. on my reading.
0: So is Eylington is Australian too.
2: Yeah, he's Australian. <laughs> oh so, yeah, exactly. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. You have to have a character named James. I James
2: <laughs> yeah and the, the the names have been fun i uh th- i kind of like try and use like earthy names for like the one like the agricultural and then like kind of
0: right right yeah wait so so the administrators took an island and put it on the other island
2: but well, they like um took a bunch of the soil and like um
0: so that's what generates and, the power right yeah
2: that's what generates the power so like they didn't move like the whole island but they like kind of moved like took a bunch of the soil took a bunch of the plants and like have this like kind of like built like built this like big wall around it and like have all the plants and everything growing in like the center of the island so it's like definitely diluted the power of the prophecies but it's still like given them enough knowledge in order to like control the um the two people so that's how they're going to find this
1: you think you'll go like minority report matrix style using the people who can prophesy like, just like, maybe this might be spoiler territory. I don't know. It sounds like you're shutting down for but for like, my
2: book. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Like those people who are like the few hundred you said, and you can like do the prophecies. Like, are they like, is it like living in like a concentration camp? Are they free to go about? Are they like in league with the administrators or is it like, they're unconscious and just like you have a stream of their like mental power and seeing what they're prophesying.
2: Yeah. So they're definitely not like unconscious. It's not like, yeah, it's not like they're just being tapped for their prophecies, but they're not really free either. Like they're kind of, they're given kind of like lives of luxury, but they're trapped within like this kind of uh, complex. Yeah. So kind of
1: like a war breaker a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like they're and nobody it's like pretty mysterious. Like people know that the administration has, like access to like this knowledge and stuff but like it's pretty it's not really widespread knowledge of like how they're doing
1: and that you said you're you're about halfway through your parts mm-hmm.
2: yeah how far behind you halfway. is she's probably like a third of the way so we want the book it's gonna be shorter we want it to be between 80 and 100,000 words so like not short short but like longer than a novella but like not
0: you know a brick or so like anything 250
2: 300 pages yeah uh because how, how long did shauna say her her third book she said was the longest at like one hundred and thirty thousand, right i think she said that, that's what
0: don't, it was. i don't um, remember anyway
1: her yeah her book is like but it's kind of like yeah oh, sorry go ahead Jake. it's a good length it's like i was gonna say it's, like it's a good three four hundred yeah so quick maths if you're about halfway done and she's about a third of the way done and yours is going to be two thirds hers is going to be a third so a third of a third and half of two so you're about halfway down total i'd say that's my fast (laughs) (laughs) math
0: yeah good maths uk (laughs)
2: um i don't know i'm trying to find like legends and lattes of workout picture more like a like a legends and lattes length book than like a okay sanderson sure yeah yeah i mean
0: that sounds like a pretty big plot for a shorter book
2: yeah. And so who knows how much we'll actually get to in that plot and like how much will be explored. You know, like, I don't know if we'll explore like the whole back backstory on like how the prophets got there and everything. Like it might just be like, they know that there's uh, prophecies there, mm. but that's kind of built out to explore in later books too. The the general plot is um, there's, there's three kids that go in the past. There's three kids that hear about this prophecy that could like unite the like unite the two island nations and like be able to like, Uh, throw off like the administration so they hear about this prophecy they go and they try and like break in and steal the prophecy and then you know you end up knowing that they are somewhat successful because they the prophecy they know that their kid is the chosen one and that 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 they need to um, and that the kid is going to be the one that actually unites the based on the prophecy that they find and then in the mod in the real like the story that's like in present day um, it's not really uh, in this book probably gonna be about actually uniting the people, but one of their friends uh gets sick and they they know that there's like this herb that can heal their friends, so they go on this like kind of quest to get this herb of legend or like this plant of legend to go heal their friends. So that's gonna be more of like the quest in like the modern in the hmm. modern time or in the present time, I should say.
0: So are you planning on kind of the the big twist reveal, whatever you want to call it, being like kind of simultaneously in past and present they are like yeah. you know the yeah. yeah the chosen the chosen one is the guy and in the present day he's like i'm the guy
2: uh yeah it'll be kind or,
0: of like that yeah
2: it'll be kind it'll be <laughs> it'll be it'll be a little bit like that only Shame. it's gonna be it's gonna be um i don't want to sp- i don't want to outright spoil is it is
1: it gonna be like oh no this guy is a villain and then in the present uh-huh. that villain captures
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Only, and there's one more, there's one more pretty big part (laughs) to the twist though of like who that villain is in relation to the character. So you can, Mm. yeah. Anyway. Okay. So you're going to figure out like, Oh dang, this happened. This is who this person is. That person is not the person we thought they were. And yeah. Anyway, if I, if I do it all well and everything, you know, that is.
1: So, so going back to my fast maths, which I think. Okay. You're about halfway done with the book I'd say. How much of that like how has that writing been? Has it been pretty steady or was there like a huge time period of progress and like productivity and then it's like been hit or miss before then or where yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it's more in fits and bursts I guess and that's based kind of on on like the TV shows we're watching and if they're coming out because we really only have like we really writer like,
1: strike writer strike great time. Love, yeah. Great time for this. So,
2: So we only really have like maybe an hour and a half together every night. So like, if there's like five TV shows that we're really into that are all coming out, like at once, you know, then that kind of eats up most of our weeknights. And so like, we're really trying to make a big push this month because like, there's really no shows on right now that we're watching besides Silo I'm enjoying. And then our goal is to finish in November. So our goal is to like write a ton this month. And then we have a baby due in August. So we figure like August and September probably won't be a lot of writing. But then hopefully um August, September, October probably won't be. It. And then November we're gonna try and like clear out that month to like do a lot of writing and, and try and finish the first draft of it at least. So that's kind of our that won't happen, but that's what we're saying we're gonna wanna do. I, I honestly really like writing. Like I I don't think I have any like above average or even maybe even an average skill at it but when i'm writing i feel like i'm reading and i really like reading obviously because that's why you do the podcast but it kind of feels like you're reading only exactly what you want to have happen happens so it's kind of fun
1: you're like (laughs) typing away man i love this author this is so good (laughs) whoa look at that twist
2: (laughs) pretty much pretty much
0: (laughs) i'm just just imagining nick miller writing julius pepperwood right now
2: Did,
1: did you have to Google that, Stephen? Or is that just you? Just knew that you just remembered that. No. Uh, he googled it. He definitely googled it. Rewind, everyone. Rewind. No, see no, no. I've been I've been googled
0: rewatching that. New Girl. It's, that, is it's top of mind.
1: that is impressive. That is
0: impressive. It's not impressive because I've been rewatching New Girl, so it's top of. Mind. So
1: great, great so reference. Great. That's great. amazing. <laughs> I oh, mean, eventually,
0: good. eventually, Pepperwood got pretty good, I guess. So. I mean, uh, it
1: landed
0: get, ya, right? Yeah, yeah. Just so, keep like, on going at it, and you'll get better. I mean, initial <laughs> yeah. initial drafts were way bad. Uh, of, <laughs> of of of, like, thanks, but... Stephen.
1: <laughs> as you mentioned, you had read my. <laughs> Similarly, you know, initial drafts <laughs> were well, bad. You they said you curious. said
0: you were gauging your skill as below average. So, I mean,
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that almost anybody could do it. like, if they sat down and did tried to write, they'd probably be able to do at least if it goes as good of a job.
0: Yeah, but honestly, just, just sitting down and writing is way harder than you're making so it hard. out to be. It's so yeah. hard. It's,
2: that's true. And then the other thing I'm thinking about doing is whenever, if we do ever release it, trying to do it in kind of an interesting way, like released uh, a few chapters at a time and like as like a podcast or like a, like a YouTube video or something and kind of do some cool release strategy like that. I don't think I'd ever really yeah.
0: put it up for sale necessarily. Create an audiobook.
2: Yeah, to like that's an audiobook. So I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's my broad hopes and visions for this. Yeah. I mean, you should definitely
0: circ- circulate it around to those that you feel comfortable with and yeah. see what happens.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why, like literally, if you're listening to this on our Discord, you know, I'm I'm comfortable handing out the the or passing out the link and want feedback on it. I don't nice. know. Um that's yeah, that's that's about me. You guys have any questions or should we talk about Jake's uh stuff that he had on Docket?
0: Well I mean so as you write like what do you find what do you find difficult or what what are you able to get through quickly and what do you take a while to put down on paper
2: So I've had to kind of like let go of being super critical of my writing like i'll go back and read i'm being like dang this is so bad like if i ever go back and read like a paragraph i'm like i totally said the same thing twice i should you know i use that word like five times in that same sentence you know just stuff like that where if i go back and reread it then i just get
0: super critical but so not I'm just the patrick rothfuss style yeah
2: but i'm really into- enjoying like telling the story so i just make myself like once i'm done with the chapter right now unless like i need to go write something plot wise then I just keep moving forward instead of going back. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other thing I did was I just jumped in like mid part of the story because I didn't really know how I wanted to speak in it. So I just like mm-hmm. started on, uh, you know, like when they were, it started mid journey for them. Like as they were going from like one continent to the other, I just like started while they're on their ship. And I knew that wasn't going to be the beginning of the story, but like, and it out exactly how I want to start it. I'm yeah. Still not that's, super the, that's
0: the part that I read.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still not super confident that I got the first few chapters right, but it's, I, I at least have something now down for it. So at it least, just, you know,
0: first drafts, you like first drafts.
2: Yeah. I like getting the, I like getting the story out of my mind. I'm like, Oh, I want this to happen. And then I like writing that when I go back and read that happening, then I'm like, Oh, that, you know, that the words that I used and everything like the syntax and everything did not come out great, but, but yeah. it's there. Yeah. But it's there.
1: That That made me kind of think of a, it's like a philosophical question. Like just that they're like a story doesn't have to have a beginning. Like it could start at any point. Cause you can always give like background information later on, you know, information from the past at a future point or vice versa. And it's interesting that like, like you said, you just started with the scene that you didn't plan on starting the book at, but that could end up being like, I don't know, just like any story you think you have in your mind, you don't, it doesn't have to start like chronologically mm. from the beginning. So Um, to your point just like yeah pick a scene that you want to write and write it and then you can build off either way and if you're like no I still don't want this to be the starting point that's fine or it might end up being the starting point.
2: The other thing that's been kind of hard for me because I I initially chose that scene because I knew it was going to have like two of the main characters interacting and so I I hadn't heard Sanderson say like that he would just like start writing a scene in which two of the characters talk to each other and just like to get their voices out you know what I mean so I was like I'll just Mm. do that but the, the the i think that's been harder than i think i i thought it would be is just making uh characters consistent like reacting inconsistent and
0: like like nailing really, really nailing their characters down and making yeah. sure yeah okay
2: that's not just me like as the author kind of just saying like everybody right. responds the way that i would respond you know it, it's, yeah, like so harder it's not just it's not it just be.
0: like happy josh sad josh mad josh it's right actually different characters
2: Right. Yep. And how they would respond because one character would respond if they were mad, then they might just shut down. And whereas, if another character were mad, they might like explode. And another character, if they were mad, might like, you know, go and do something about it. Like,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so really getting that down for each of the characters and having them respond consistently in like a way that feels authentic to their character, even if it's not like quote unquote consistent, but like very care in a very character driven way, that's been harder than I thought. Cause like, I'll I go back and like, I've gone back cause I actually went back and read the beginning. So I had to read the first few chapters of what happened after that. So I can make it kind of like line up and like, Oh, that's not really how like that character would act. If I was writing that character, now they've written the, like 10 chapters of that character. That's probably not mm-hmm. how I would have written them acting, how I would write them acting now. if That makes sense.
0: So, okay. So it sounds like it's, it's a lot of kind of discovery writing for you.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's how I'm, I've, I'm definitely doing it more discovery. Like you, I mean, ah, uh, like you, I just outlined like the whole plot. So it's obviously not like pure, like Stephen King, you know, discovery writing. Cause I have, you know, a plot down that I want to get out, but yeah, it's figuring out the characters as I go. Even if I thought I had them figuring it, figured out writing and then they kind of change and need to be consistent. Then, and that's, I'm finding that harder than I thought I would.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That makes me think, uh, J.R. Tolkien, like he was obviously a master, like outline, like had these big ideas but there's like letters between him and his editor when he's writing uh, The Lord of the Rings, like after The Hobbit. And they're like asking for an update, like, so when are you gonna be done with this? Like, I need this now. And he's like, well, I thought this would happen, but as I was writing, the characters started doing this. So I need to figure out where this is going now. <laughs> and just that idea of like, even though you can like map things out, like there's still that exploratory aspect while you're actually writing and seeing where things feel natural to lead to.
0: Yeah. It seems like it's a lot easier to outline your big worlds and big plot events and factions and whatever. And then you throw characters in and they have to go on an adventure and make it an interesting story. That's probably harder to control than it Mm -hmm. is to, um, I mean, obviously like a kingdom is not going to decide to get up and move itself into a different part of the country. Right. But the character could decide to run off because they're mad at their love triangle situation. <laughs> yeah. There,
2: there's a Stephen King story. I don't know if this is actually happened. I don't know if I've read like a first time, a first hand account, but I, I won't say the name of the book, but it's a book that Jake and I have reviewed on the channel and it's like all the, he got all the characters to a point And he wasn't really knowing how to move the characters on from that point. Do you know if this is real Jake or if it is just kind of a apocry- apocryphal?
1: i don't i don't know you don't know, what, you're going to you say don't know what i'm gonna say no.
0: apocryphal definitely apocryphal. an author yeah <laughs>
1: <Nice>. <laughs> so he
2: got he got all the characters at the point and then couldn't figure out how to like move them on to like get to the ending of the book so he just had like a bomb go off and blow everything up so that the characters oh had to. right yeah yeah
1: yeah Do, right. yeah and yeah, have, yeah. so again, like, i don't know f- if that's yeah yeah
2: <laughs> so he just like didn't know what to do because if, if the characters none of them would like decide to leave that setting because they were all like they had kind of
1: yeah made it they had but, arrived but, yeah. yeah they arrived
2: but like they needed it wasn't the ending of the book yet they needed to be in another location so he just had a character just go set off a bomb and blow everything up so that they kind of had to move on
1: and that's an interesting one because reading it it's like oh dang this this bomb happen, and like it's like kind of compelling. And then knowing it, looking back, you're like, "Oh, that was kind of like just a bomb went off." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things going again. But, yeah.
2: yeah, and that is kind of the difference between like Stephen King and Sanderson. Like we've talked about a lot, but like Sanderson, sometimes the characters feel stale because they are moving to set up plot events. And I think that Sanderson does great work in characters, but like I don't think Sanderson would ever let that happen. Whereas like Stephen King, the characters feel really alive and they feel like they're really making authentic decisions, but sometimes mm-hmm. like the plot just gets a little screwy and the endings usually don't work nearly as well as like Brandon Sanderson. Right. And-
0: yeah, the bomb would go only go off in the Sanderson story if it had been foreshadowed before and was set up by events 1, 2, and 3 and characters X, Y, and Z all had connections to it. Yeah. This is
1: neither here nor there and not the topic of this podcast, but I think there's an argument to be said that a Big part of the plot of book four Stormlight was essentially, uh, a bomb needs to go off here. I don't want to give spoilers away, but for those that have read like through most of Kaladin's plot
0: and rhythm of war,
1: kind of feels I like think, uh a bomb needs to go off here.
0: I can see that. Okay. I guess I kind of the whole yeah. book, honestly. That's uh, what I was
1: saying. Yeah. Not not his like ending, but as like, far
0: as the, the okay, the sure.
1: Tower stuff. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. It's structured differently than the other books, which makes it, yeah, it kind of feels different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Okay. Uh, where were we talking? Yeah. Oh, so.
2: Yeah. My struggles are characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, follow up on this. Do you find it's easier to write the dialogue part or the action part? Like what's easier? The characters making, deciding what to do or the way in which they do it.
2: Hmm. Probably what's easier is the characters deciding what to do because that has like a plot like i know where the plot's going in general so like mm. i guess getting there authentically is hard but like like i said knowing like how the characters respond to specific situations in general like as i've gone back and read what i've written in the past like their their responses and stuff probably don't feel super consistent at least they don't to me right now so that's something that i could definitely see going back and like having to do on like a second draft is going and rewriting some conversations here and there to make it seem consistent mm-hmm. But yeah, I am trying. That makes sense. I'm trying to keep things a lot, and maybe it's hard because I'm trying to keep things a lot more conversation based. That's because I've kind of in my head had it be like maybe doing like a podcast where you have like a two narrators that kind of will or two people reading that will go back and forth like reading the dialogue and Mm. stuff. So I've tried to keep it dialogue heavy, where a lot of the plot moves forward based on dialogue. And not too much, just like an um, like omniscient narrator go, going and telling things that are happening. So that makes there be a lot more pressure on the dialogue sense mm.
0: yeah, yeah. And it probably means that the reader is not privy to as many big details that like <coughs> the, that you just shared with us earlier. they they probably have to figure those things out over a lot of conversations and situations,
2: yeah. It's definitely more like a third person limited, although like technically I think it would be omniscient because occasionally I'll say in there like, oh, and he would he would always regret saying that or whatever, like something like that. I, I might throw something like that in there, but mostly it's very limited to most of what you get is what like that character that the scene is based on. Like you're limited to that character's knowledge of what's going on for the most part. And then sometimes you'll get something that, that kind of expands it. So that's also been a little bit tricky to.
0: Nice. Do. Well, Josh is the first of Phantology to uh, throw his hat in the ring and officially, uh, you know, get into actually trying to write. I think it's something we've uh, all, you know, wanted to do. No, I mean, even even if you're I, saying, I think, you, I, I think if you, it's a
2: first Yeah, I think if you or Jake were to get, get serious about, you probably finished it before me. Finish it. Finish it yeah,
1: before me. We have I, I mean, though,
0: I clearly, you're. Yeah by jake's maths you're uh halfway there so they're
1: pretty good math yeah half two thirds yeah it's pretty good
0: (laughs) post-production warning bad math incoming one ninth and four nights so five nights five nights dude i
2: i will say it is fun um for those of you that like have a significant other or somebody that you're just close to it's been really fun for Mackenzie and i to like do it together. Like just to like talk about it and to like expand it. And it's something like completely non-pressure that we can kind of talk about whenever, you know, we, we have some time that we want to dive into it. It's been, it's been a good experience. There's my, uh, Josh's, uh, couples counseling, uh, advice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Having troubles in your, write a book, write a book
0: spice it up a little bit
1: it's it's like <laughs> one of the
2: characters just murders their bring in, in the some new characters <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> okay oh.
2: complete that bottom of the triangle
0: <laughs> all right um so yeah on that note so if if any of this is interesting uh, you can hop on discord talk with us there and like josh said the the first draft of the book is available for of, you to, well, of
2: what's been written so far
0: of what's been written so far five nights of the first book is there for you <laughs> and actually just, just
2: just just by my, my portion of it so, so uh, thanks Stephen. I, I i'm ruining your uh, your just outro. the
0: four nights just the four nights then it okay. was still a pretty significant chunk and i've read yeah. some of it and, and and i mean i i enjoyed it um but now yeah. that we're recapping here i feel like i need to catch up go, a little bit or maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll wait for the draft to be do you recommend just waiting for the first draft to be finished?
2: Honestly, I know that's probably how most beta readers do it, but like I'm more than happy to because I'm being so public with this process. Like, any like, I can turn on the comment, you know, section mm-hmm. of just know that if you like, I guess you can always troll from like a non signed in account, but like if I do catch somebody like trolling and leaving like inappropriate comments or something, like I'll revoke access for everybody, you know, like I'm not really gonna so put up with it. Yeah, but Internet, I feel confident, don't blow it. I do feel, feel confident, confident that the.
0: I do. You just, feel confident you that the internet, that this yeah. is going on YouTube. The internet is. I mean, Ooh, there was Steven, a there our, was a time our, where we thought that. Limited to our... There was a time where we thought Discord could handle political conversation, and <laughs> yeah, that, well, that did not work out.
1: Oh man, who could have okay. foreseen the way that blew up?
2: I think everybody oh. that's been on the internet for more than a week.
0: Talk about throwing a bomb in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't foresee it strong enough
0: we need some of that
1: earth from the prophecy yeah. place but i don't know i if,
2: if right now i feel comfortable for maybe maybe i can make it so you have to request the link or something but right now i feel comfortable that whoever takes the time to go on and find the link in their discord and wants to read it and hits that edit button will have something good to say or something that i want to hear said
0: sweet well i mean it sounds like an interesting story josh and Yep, definite props for actually doing it. I've thought about it for a while and have made no significant progress. So, Stand. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for making yeah. me feel better. Anytime we we'll keep each other accountable. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe we need to have these episodes more often and, and more progress will be made from the other two thirds of this panel. How's yeah. that? How are those maths, Jake? I love it. On, I think. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later.
1: <laughs> yes.